Dad without a dad production. What about a talk show host? <laughs> talk show host, that's good. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. Someone even told me once they thought I'd be a good talk show host. Really? Yeah, a couple of people. <laughs> Where do you get that, though? Where do you start? Well, that's where it gets tricky. You can't just walk into a building and say, I want to be a talk show host. I wouldn't think so. Hey, everybody, and welcome. My name is Jose, Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me anywhere at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And today, I have this wonderful person, entrepreneur, writer, dad, that I just fell in love after he sent me an email. And I was like, holy shit, I need to have this guy on because not only he is an entrepreneur, he's a dad, and I just found out that he he does it all. I wanted to, you know, for him to stop by and not only talk about his entrepreneur side, but we also going to be talking about his dad side, and especially his books. So, Curtis Witters, Witters. And by the way, I always mess up everybody's name because I have an accent and I'm from another country. But uh, so I apologize if I misspell your 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 I miss I, if I you know pronounce your name wrong. But I just want to say, Curtis, welcome and tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, first, thank you, man. Again, thank you for having me on your platform, Jose. Um, and second, um, just wanting to really truly be something, contribute. That's where it all started. And added on to uh, anything we do, life. I want to have a, a journey if I could. So that's who I am um, outside of Curtis. I'm a contributor to family, the community, to the arts, um, the business. That's really the epitome of who I am. So anytime I get the outlet to speak to anybody, um, that's the first thing I like to leave with. So you, uh, I asked you because I saw your your book cover, which first of all is amazing, and then I started, uh, I just read a little bit, and I'm like, I gotta have this guy on, especially to talk about fatherhood, but also about entrepreneurship. And then you oh. sent me an email and, and gave me all the description and everything, and I was like, holy crap! So <laughs> let's talk about a little bit about your entrepreneurship side and tell me how this like writing bug started did you oh were you always creative were you like did you do anything else besides writing one day you just woke up and say i have a story and people should listen how did everything start um it it, it started with all of those things in the gumbo pot and the first thing i would say i started out with poetry um because i i like to um express my thoughts Thank you to my mother. She had the environment where we could uh, just let your creativity go and your imagination go. And for me, that started with music. I was already a big lover of music. Um, and when I, in English, English was my favorite subject. So it, it helped cultivate um, my opening my ideas to writing. So once I begin to do that, it comes with um, you writing, I got to sell poems. Now you're in the business of selling your art, your poetry. So um, in most times we could take the hustler approach, but when you practice business, the basics of business, 
you really lead on a strong foot. You can't go wrong. You know what I mean? I like to take calculated risks. So even as a young man, um, I just had a facet for these things, man. I just loved it. And that led to me uh, getting a management deal and um, for my music um, at 15 years old. And I happened to go to Canada and record my first demo. And that was that that blew my mind because you're talking about a kid from Brooklyn. Um, at that time, I'm thinking our existence is just here in these these corners, this train station, and you get the opportunity to really see what another side of the the world looks like. And um, that that was big for me. It really opened my mind up. So from there, outside of my upbringing, and um, really just believing that I can do what I want to do in terms of progressive things. That's where the entrepreneur thing came from, man. That's where it really came from. Okay, you cannot just drop uh, that bomb and, and be like, hey, I got a recording video at 15 and then just stop saying it. All right, tell us a little bit about that because, you know, I may have a superstar here. And, and uh, you know, one of the funny things about me is that um, I have worked with uh, two of the biggest uh, terrestrial radio shows ever. And it was funny because it was for me and, you know, when I work at TuneIn, USC, for me, it's, it's my passion in my work, right? I never see, like, the fancy side. So it's, it was funny to, like, meet all these artists and people were taking pictures and I'm like, well, I got to work. So, okay, you guys do whatever you need to do, but I got to work. So I'm always, like, I always talk to everybody. I don't care who it is. Could be anybody. So, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, maybe you're a superstar. I don't even know. But so, I mean, so, so <laughs> So tell us how did uh, tell us a little bit more. Fifteen years old and you get signed. I mean, come on. Um, yeah. Um. Actually, the the demo. Uh. Shout out to my guys. Uh. Drama Club. Uh. This was one of the first groups I ran into in my high school. It was a brother duo, and organically they were from East New York, Brooklyn. We just meshed together because our tribulations. We said some things, and they introduced me to the to the group they had the clip and i'm talking about this is in the epitome of like wu-tang being born this is in the epitome of mob deep like so many great things is mustering in new york and we were kind of the undertone of that so um you know at at school i, I knew once i hugged music once music hugged me i knew i was going to do whatever it takes Let's be clear, not sell my soul or do anything that was disamoral, but what, what is, whatever was in my power, I was going to do that. And when I got the opportunity to go, um, I just mentioned this to a friend. My mother told me no, and not because she didn't want me to you know, live my dream, but because I was doing some bad boy things in the street at the moment. And, you know, mothers, my mom was only doing what mothers do, but I bounced. I went to my dad. I didn't see my dad in a couple years. And I popped up and it was like, hey, I'm here and I also want to do this. So in two weeks, I'm going to Canada. I'm going to record the demo. Well, I'll be back. Everything is good. We'll, we'll talk about it when I get back. And it, it just showed me that the moxie, if you really want to do what you want to do in the world, you have the opportunity to do it. So I did that. I go to Canada. Um, we drive there. I get to see the beautiful things, and I'm talking on 15. I'm with a producer. Like, they came to see my dad. We talked. It was legible business. And from there, I recorded my first demo in a fly studio, 
and all of these things and came back. We got an independent deal with a label called Omni Spin. We put out a, a compilation album called Crime Scene. And unbeknown to me at the time, I'm just loving what I'm doing. I'm building studios. I'm sleeping under studio boards. Like this is, I, I was doing internships at Sony Music at the time. So I was really seeing, you know, what it could be. And um, that that was one of those experiences that I, I could always say is a relic in my independent career. That's that's amazing. And uh, you know what's it's funny? Uh, I always see these memes. And then you said how music hugged you. I still remember, like, to this day, it's one of those things you discover a fucking song and you're like, oh, and then, you know, Uh, a scary thing that has been happening to me is that I discovered those Air uh, AirPods Pro that they like shut down everything else and all you do is listen to your music. So sometimes yeah. when my when my son is like uh, in his Zoom meeting and then I just put my AirPods and listen to my music and forget about everything. And mm -hmm. I, so there's been times when he comes and he's like, hey, I've been talking to you i'm like oh shit i'm sorry so it's, it's, it's funny because for me i am the same music it's a it's a big thing here at the house uh it's uh, uh my son he's had he has his own ipod and we've been playing music all his life i if there's no music at the house feels weird and mm. so i'm with you like music is music i always tell people like probably the only thing i i'm one of those that i may I'm, you know i hate when people say i like everything no that's bullshit uh like it's pretty bullshit because there's one thing that probably you don't like like for me i don't like that slip knock thing like hard rock that's like yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing that i don't like but everything else I, i'm game for it and you know it's like one of those things music's music sound is sound i'm really bad at lyrics just like you know, remembering names and saying the names, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, music yeah. is music. So just talk about a little bit about how, like, what do you mean by music hugged you? Because I would like to know, because I'm probably the same way, but, you know, some people may not know what you mean. Yo, Jose, man, I like where, we, I like where we're going, brother. I like where we're going. <laughs> um, I share with you this. When, when I say things like that, um, When you developing in the inner city or wherever you are as a young man, um, it's easy to follow a trend or something that's going on in the streets and you become that thing and you don't become yourself. And um, and music, again, just hearing some of the music my mother used to play or plays to this day, um, my uncle, it, it influenced me to where it did something and taught me something early. Good music always does what? It invokes a feeling. It invokes some type of you want to dance, you happy, or you can identify with that moment. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it, it, it's like, how, how can you reject that feeling? And then, you know, when you see, um, for, for hip-hop, for me, it was really the Big Daddy Kings, the mm -hmm. Eric B and the Rakims, Um, it was Sade, it was uh, James Brown, because again, I was like, if you could, Michael Jackson, you could make somebody cry and feel like from something you could communicate, I, I want, let me give it a go. Let me give it a go. It's funny because, uh, uh, for example, when I discovered music and I play over and over again, I put it in my playlist and I compare it and blah, blah, blah. 
uh it's just personal stuff um like i i remember like uh, uh i forgot who said that billy billy ellish which to me i never heard of her or probably i heard one of her songs but i didn't know who she was mm-hmm. and i have disney plus and one day i just needed a break from the say the family and the puppy and everything and i couldn't find anything on disney plus so mm-hmm. i uh billy Eilish special comes out and i'm like you know what fuck it i need to forget about anything let's just watch the shit i don't even know what it is i let's, thought it was a cartoon yeah, and then yeah, i start playing and bro she starts playing this song and the sound of this song and the sound of her and i was like holy shit who the fuck is this girl because i didn't know who she was and i'm talking about six months ago and yeah, then and yeah. then and then and then she goes to another song and i'm like fuck this bitch is good and i'm like yeah, 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 yeah. this song is good and i'm like and now it's in my playlist and i tell people hey you should listen to Bella Eilish." And of course like back in <laughs> like the other stuff that she did but it's like the sound and the voice and the the, the like the way it hugs you right and makes you feel mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. you're going to be okay or mm-hmm. chill the fuck down don't worry mm-hmm. about it. You know, it's it's like a drug, right? Like fuck, you oh, know. And, and I'm sure you could identify. You have that one record that may be a theme song to a part of your life. Oh, and and all do do you know praises due to even now. You put that one song, you like oh, I remember I was doing da da da, and I was uh, again. Music has the power to do that, and I, I've always been honored to have the gift to communicate. When people ask what's the difference between you and other artists, for me, it comes for one, I embody the culture first. You know what I mean? Not to copy it, but uh, when you want to see the greatness, you have to implement the greatness and learn and then apply from there. And that's what music has always given to me. What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here. And I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good so go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like i am and they only have one mission for the beer men to look feel and be their best so go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order that is de la roca d-e-l-a R-O-C-A. And you know what's funny? Uh, y- you also said something that kind of, um, I also, that you had it, and I wish other people have it, especially in my community or my family, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said something really powerful that may not, people may n- didn't realize uh, when you said it, is that you should go out there explore, that you're used to, you you're in the comfort zone right people uh for example like uh there's a lot of young people that i know uh could be 25 could be 20 could be you know 30 and for me still young right when they were younger i told them hey get the fuck of la go to connecticut go to arizona go to ohio get into a big university and see the world in a different way or go to fucking uh i don't know uh you know spain 
or friends and you said something amazing that you said you were used to your trains and your city and you know even though it's a big city you need to see everything else it's not just this right it's not just and i always tell young people especially when they were younger now they're a little bit older i told them man you have okay grades but you uh you're good in in sports why don't you try to get into connecticut and experience the world like that or i always tell people hey you should go and move here if you you know you're young go do stupid shit at uh seattle or you know because that's the way you experience things that's the way you maybe will find more you know better friends i always hear especially from you know white people saying like hey when i went to college at asu i made the best friends and we're still friends so i tell my people i'm like fuck that should be you should be doing that but no what they do is they just you know got a job as a you know you know cable guy and they're doing the same things and I just feel that, you know, because maybe because I was an immigrant and I couldn't do a lot of stuff and mm-hmm. I always wanted to do so many other stuff that now I just try to pass it along and tell people, hey, you have the opportunity to do this. So, for example, I'm going to I always say this, like whatever my son wants to do, I'm going to push him. I'm going to be like, motherfucker, go to Spain or something. So it's yeah. it's something that you actually uh, had it, and that's pretty amazing. And congratulations on actually discovering that and i see i see how you are an entrepreneur how you see things different right and how you push yourself to do things and i'm guessing that's how you became an author right um yeah and actually i'll 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 spill spill something to you that's always been an aspiration because um at, at with that venture i was telling you about as an artist it allowed me to establish my publishing company so I began to um, publish my own music at 16. I went with ASCAP. I got registered with ASCAP. Um, I learned the business of registering my songs. And at that moment, it really gave me clarity as um, I can structure and operate a business. So it was always a goal for me that um, it, it was a dream. Like I was just dreaming outside of my music publishing. I want to add a book publishing division. And I didn't have no set time when I was going to do it. I just felt when it was right, it was right. And um, that's what becoming an author was. I could I have some great author friends. Um, I managed to author uh, a book author, um, Salute to Arlene Brathway. Um, oh, I call my big sis. She has several novels and taught me the book publishing game. So before I got into an author, I, want, I, I say salute to all authors because... It's some people that, like I do music, it's some people that really live on writing and love to write and love to share their story, other people's stories and craft that. So with my memoir, it took me some time because I really wanted to respect the craft of being an author and writing where it's not just something, you know, I'm putting together and I'm packaging so you can buy it. When, as I'm putting it together and really sharing these personal thoughts and experiences, it was like, oh, wow, I, I think I need to do some homework on myself because this is a, a big feat. But it really wasn't. Um, sometimes we have to sit and if we have goals, who are we not to pursue them? We deny ourselves first. And that's what becoming the author was for me. It was, it was adding to a dream that was possible. And why not do it? 
This is this is incredible. So you're telling me you started your business at 16. This is you know I I appreciate you, man. I and I'm uh, I, I'm I don't really know you, and uh, for what I hear, see, congratulations. So Thank if you. if uh, you know if any if nobody has told you congrats, so congrats. Uh, it's very you know powerful stuff that you're doing, and you're taking the time to creating the craft to doing the craft and again i always tell people if you have this little passion if you have this little idea or if you have something that it's like a side hustle right mm -hmm. you know why don't you just make it into a business the whole point i was just watching a video uh today and you know successful people they just keep going right so for example let's say if something didn't happen just keep going There's nothing wrong with failure. There's nothing wrong with getting back up again. Actually, there's a lot of good things where just going forward, keep going, you know, do what you need to do. And I see that you just, you, the good thing about you is that you have goals and you have a set mind and you know what you want. You know, some people like me back in the days, I didn't know what I wanted to do and everything. My story is different. I didn't even know if I was going to be here, but, uh, That's I cool, man. Like that as well. I have moments like that as well. And that's pretty cool. So I just want to stop and say congrats and everything you're doing. You're doing a 15, you you know, a 16, you become a businessman. Now you're an author. That's something to be proud of. So I just want to stop by and say congrats, man. I think that I'm humbled by that, man. And, Thank you. And then, you know, Just a little advice of people trying to either do music producing or becoming an author or making their own business as a publishing company or a, is it record producing? I don't want to. Um, well, I would like to say um, I'm in a multi, it's a media, uh, a media entertainment company because we do music. Um, we're fortunate to be involved in some independent movies as well, um, podcasts. I also had a radio show called Morning Cook-Up Show for several years on several different syndicated radio stations. So, um, again, I like to refer to myself as a multimedia artist in the sense of all facets. That's what, leading, I think this is a great segue <laughs> into what you was um, asking me is what advice I would give. You, you have to examine a field or something you want to be in, and you never know what angle you can contribute or will become your love. Like you, as an artist, you might like videos. And next thing you know, if you open your mind to it, you could be a director or doing the storyboards or storylines and, or, you know, uh, directing like set design or a production assistant. And there's so many ways of getting a check. It's just not what's apparent to you, you know? So, any advice that I do give anyone wanting to start, not just their dream, but a business, is first know the business. In my opinion, it's not rocket sciences. And we're talking about the basics of a business. You have to at least allow yourself the basics. And after that, hire a professional if you could. We could spend on Louis belts and bottles and all of this. Um, I challenge because I challenge myself, invest in yourself. At the casino table, there's no better color or no better entity to bet on than yourself. And that's what I encourage uh, anyone who's starting a dream, a, a rapper, an artist, a painter, 
a dancer. Better on yourself, because you're feeling them for a reason. Don't deny them feelings. You'll be sorry, man. Hey, man. Uh, uh, I always bring up my friend Keith. He told me that, you know, he went to his mentor and told him, hey, I'll sweep your floors for a couple months. I just want to watch and learn, you know? That's, that's fucking entrepreneurship right there. You yeah. said it yourself. Invest yeah. in yourself. If you feel that you are like, for example, I'm bad at grammar, right? So my next book, of course, I'm going to hire a, a person that, you know, I actually hire somebody in my other book, but it, they kind of cheat me anyways. So, you know, it's okay to fail, but invest in yourself. You know how I quit drinking? By loving myself, basically. Uh, that's how I started, right? And then, you know, Absolutely. you know, Go back and just replay this five minutes that that you talked because it's it's amazing. It's just I always tell people, you know, like keep going. Repetition will do it, right? If you're not good at it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, mm -hmm. and then you would become better. You know, at the beginning of my other podcast, I said I'm going to do this podcast to promote my book. Of course, it didn't do well, and also to help me with my diction, help me with my fear of the mic and maybe I could become something, you know, start doing podcasting or start doing voiceover. And as you guys could tell, I'm doing it. And oh, I, I, I always, I always tell people like if, if I'm able to write a book, start a podcast, starting commercials, blah, 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 blah. So can anybody. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast is for everybody to know that, Hey, just go out there and do it. Especially if it's a passion for you. Just do it, right? I salute that, man. And I salute you. I congratulate you as well, man, because I, 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 I've I've been in some of them realms. And that's what the book is also about. The memoir is also about, too. The experiences I shared with my dad going through some of the things he went through with sobriety and things of that nature. So transparency and truth is, in my opinion, outside of laughter is the ultimate medicine. And if we get a lot more doses of that, I think we'll all feel a little better in, in this life we live. This is my humble opinion. Let me tell you about Peanut Crunch. These baked peanuts puffs are so delicious, my son and I cannot stop eating them. Seriously, we cannot stop. Peanut Crunch are a delicious and healthy peanut treat. They have the power of vegan peanut protein, rice, beans, and a wonderful crunch that keeps active kids and adults on the go. I came across Peanut Crunch when I was watching Shark Tank, and I just decided to help out a fellow Central American entrepreneur and buy his product. So I decided to get it, and when I got them, I found out how delicious these baked peanut puffs were, and I became hooked ever since. Go check them out at peanut.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. P-N-U-F-F.com. And use my promo code De La Roca and you will get 10% off your order. I'm telling you guys, I cannot stop eating this great baked peanut puffs. Peanut Crunch. P-N-U-F-F.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. Promo code De La Roca. And I wanted to bring Curtis on because he has so much to us. Well, now we've discovered that he has way more to share and and, and, <laughs> and, and and so much stuff that he's doing. And then he's sharing knowledge. He's dropping knowledge to you guys. And I also wanted to talk about fatherhood 
But mm-hmm. and because literally that's how everything started. I wanted to talk about fatherhood because he wrote a book about fatherhood. But mm-hmm. I also wanted to share with all my dads and all my dad friends and people who listen to my other podcasts. So this podcast is basically for entrepreneurship and you guys learn so many stuff about entrepreneurship and stuff like that with Curtis. And, you know, first of all, I want to say congratulations to him. And uh, for the rest of it, for if you want to know about, I mean, fatherhood, if you want to know how, uh, I mean, I, I want to know. I, we're going to keep going. But this, uh, the next, uh, you know, episode will be on my other podcast. And you guys are welcome to listen to because it will be all about fatherhood because that's the name of his book. And before I say goodbye to you in this podcast, which is entrepreneurship, tell people where could get your book, follow you, where could people say hello or just say, hey, you inspire me. Um, Again, thanks again for having me on this platform to talk with the people so they can hear me and my message. As an artist, my name is Villa Dom. Not Dom like with the cane, but Dom as D-O-M. So you could Google Villa Dom and um, not only all my streaming networks should come up, uh, blockchain, uh, on YouTube is Ludoville Pub, on Twitter is Ludoville Pub, that's L-I-L-V-I-L-L-A-P-U-B. And um, again, I'm, I'm very present in all these markets. So to get the book as well, you could go to fatherhood at 19.com and you'll, it'll lead you to all the other links as well. There you go. Go check him out because I will check him out. Until next time, you have been listening to LA Preneurs. That is LA Preneurs. My name is Jose La Roca. Goodbye.